With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Welcome back to the show, and I got a great one for you tonight. My special guest, Toby Knapp. Toby's an absolutely phenomenal guitar player, a lot of great solo records out, also a member of Godless Rising, and one of my favorite bands, Onward. I'm looking forward to talking to Toby in about an hour, but until then, I'd like to kick things off with a little overkill off the brand new record, Iron Bound.
There you go. Some brand new overkill. That's the title track of the new record, Ironbound. I got my Brajo with me. Big P, you there? Yes. Good morning. What's going on there? Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> That's right, because you got people listening from, from all over the world, so it's a different time zone for everybody. See, I knew I did that for a reason. That was pretty good. i got to remember that one. It's, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's like the Walter Cronkite greeting for the Heavy Metal Mayhem show. I like that. <laughs> I think uh guest Toby tried to call in a little while ago. I saw really? the, a Montana area code. I connected him. At least I thought I did. Yeah. But uh, I might have lost him. But I, I do. I did tell him to call in at 7 o'clock, like, like all the guests, so we could play some of their music before they come on and build up. Yeah, I don't know if maybe it was just somebody calling in from Montana also. Who knows? I don't remember the number that he sent, but uh, I'm sure he'll call back about 7 o'clock. That way we at least get on some of his music before he does. And uh, I know I, I sent you a copy of the CDs the last time I saw you. I don't know if you had a chance to check them all out. There was a few of them, but... Yeah, definitely listened. Some pretty okay. good stuff there. I gave him a listen. It's very good. Good stuff. Interesting stuff. Yeah, he's been in a, he's been in a lot of bands. He does a lot of solo work, and he does a lot of uh, stuff on his own. Uh, he's an amazing guitar player. He was uh, featured in Guitar World back when he was like 18 years old. Right, and, uh, yeah, Mike right. Varney discovered. You know, Mike Varney from Shrapnel had a lot of the great guitar players on his label back in the in the 80s back then. Right. And uh, he's like one of the members of Godless Rising right now. They're a big death metal band in the scene. I know we're not like the biggest death metal fans, but yeah, they're, not, they're a phenomenal band. I mean, they're like they're cut above everybody else. And uh, he's in a band called Armour, which I always liked. Uh, they've been around for a while. I mean, they're not together right now. You know, uh, they had some demos out, and they put out a few records, but they're a tremendous metal band. And uh, the singer for the band, you know, uh, Dina, also is on the new record, and he has a lot of guest appearances. Uh, Jeff from uh, Vital Remains and some other bands. So we'll talk to Toby about that when he calls in a little later on. Yeah. Got a good show lined up tonight. Rock and roll, man. That's what I say. That's what I say. That's what I say. So uh, we, we stopped in Brooklyn last night to see uh, Bobby uh, Leatherlung's Lucas from Overlord and Seven Witches and Morbison. He has his uh, Iron Maiden tribute band. So we, we caught a little bit of that last night. They got off to a late start. They're having trouble with the equipment and uh, the PAs. They must have had the people from Block Talk Radio uh, set up their equipment for them. Maybe. I think that's what it was. So. Yeah, it was probably, <laughs> it was probably <laughs> the team from here that did it. Uh, he had trouble uh, with his microphone. That's what happens here. He would have been better with better off calling in on his phone. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But uh, you know, he's got a tremendous voice. It's a shame when you you know you have mic problems because you don't get to appreciate it or hear it as well. well yeah, because a did lot they of get people... it, did they get it fixed up a little better after I left. Yeah, well, a little bit better, but he Good. kept changing microphones. I don't know if they were my it was a microphone problem. I think it was beyond the microphones. But to me, it sounded like it was just coming through the monitors. It wasn't really coming through the speakers. And if it was, it wasn't like. Um, because he, you know, he uses some effect, you know, to give his voice some, you know, to f- uh, fill up his voice. It sounded like it was too much of a affected voice and not enough of direct. Uh, okay. so I, I know they're having trouble, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it to the guitar player when I went around the back to uh, use the men's room. Yeah. And he says, yeah, we're going to try to get it straightened out between sets. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we caught a, a bunch of stuff until, like, about... Uh, I guess maybe two thirds through the set, and then we had to go head out to Staten Island to check out the Motorhead band. But uh, unfortunately, we only caught uh, one and a half songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes it happens. There's more stuff going on. That you can take in it at night, and you got to travel from borough to borough, and yeah. you can't get it all in. But they'll all be playing around again, and we'll we'll catch it. I'll catch up with them. We're gonna yeah, have Bobby this, on again. This was his uh, first gig uh, in Brooklyn, so who knows? We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, we're gonna have Bobby on at the end of the month because uh, the Morbid Sin record comes out on a Stone Records, so he's gonna call in. 
I'll hang out with you and I for the whole show, and we'll sample songs off the whole album. Very nice. And, you know, we'll do like a little record release party over here. But, you know what, we got a great month of March lined up. Like I said before, Toby Knapp is our guest tonight. We'll talk to Toby a little later on in the show. Next week, Gonzo Sandoval from Armour Saint is going to be calling in. The week after that, we give you a double dose of metal. Corey Proctor from the Dallas Cowboys and the band Free Rain. Mm-hmm. He'll be calling in with his other bandmates. And also Matt Leff of Machines of Grace. He'll be on. And we're going to close out the month with Tina Teal of Detente. She's taken over for Ann Boleyn, who took over for Ann Crosby, who passed away many years ago. The band's back with a new record, the first one in like 20-something years. So, got a really good month of March lined up here in April. April's no shabby month either. Got the Forgotten Legacy will be on the show. Joel's coming in from that band. We have Wolf Hoffman and Mark Tunnell from Accept. So I'm looking forward to talking to those guys. That's going to be good. Uh, Lizzie Borden, I'm finally going to get that interview on before it's old news. <laughs> I have to play that one pretty soon. Yeah. So I'll have the Lizzie Borden interview on also. So we're looking pretty good for the next two months there, buddy. Sounds, sounds and looks good, man. Sounds good. Right, right. How about we get back to some music right now? Okay, sounds good. All right, this is Sacred Oath. This is off their new record from last year, or the latest record, I should say. Uh, self-titled album called Sacred Oath. They're working on another brand new record right now. And our Rob Thorne, the singer, the guitar player, he's going to call in uh, next month when we uh, do our charity fundraiser for St. Jude's and uh, do a little on-air promoting for us and give us a hand. I'm looking forward to that and hearing some new music. But till then, how about Hunt for the Fallen Angel? All right. I'm going to stop that because I realized that that was an yeah. older song I uploaded and I didn't lower the volume on it. Yeah, because it was I did correct all of them. Uh, I did it for Wednesday's show, but Wednesday's show was a nightmare. Oh, the mics wow. weren't working. I figured out what was wrong with the Skype. I mean, it's, it's, it should sound better now. I corrected oh, everything. Oh, it sounds beautiful. I was going to say it sounds beautiful. Bro. Yeah, it should now. There was a problem with Windows 7 and, and the Skype. They give you like this whole thing you got to run through to like, you know, correct it. It took a while, but I think I got it going. Yeah, it so, But you still got to lower the volume now because that's something with BTR, but... Let's give it another shot again. I apologize. Uh, I didn't want to come in static. You're broken up. So here you go. Sacred Oath Hunt for the Fallen Angel.
Some Sacred Oath with Hunt for the Fallen Angel. That's off the band's last record from 2009. The self-titled album Sacred Oath. And those guys are in the studio right now working on a follow-up. They've been more active now than they were back in the prime in the 80s, which is great because they're a tremendous band. Yeah, it sounds good. I like that. i got to check that out. Pretty good, yeah, definitely. Rob's a nice guy. He's sending over some autograph stuff for us to uh, auction off. You know, for the, not auction off, but you know, to give out to people that donate money when we do the St. Jude's fundraiser. Yeah, that's cool. Um, in April, we got a lot of great stuff in the mail. Bernie Tomei sent out a whole bunch of CDs and guitar wow. picks autographed. Uh, 
from the from the Gillen era up till now, from you know with his GMT stuff, Gillen wow. stuff, and Ozzy stuff. Not Ozzy stuff, but the picks that he has, you know, from that time period. Everything. Sammy Abigail sent us some beautiful autographed uh, big pitches, like mini posters. Uh, Alan Tecchio from Hades. Uh, him and Dan Lorenzo autographed Hades CDs. Sent out T-shirts. Um, oh, I can't tell you the stuff that's been that coming really in. Nice of them, uh, yeah. Bobby Lucas from last night sent over the original acetate pressing from the Seven Witches' first album T-shirt autographed. Shit. With the Overlord DVD. So uh, a lot of really good stuff's been coming in. I really, I, there's so much I can name it. I really appreciate it, you know. So it's been great, and uh, I'm just looking to this month because last month we had a kind of, you know, more of a hard rock vibe going on in the show with, you know, Paul Shortino and Joe Lanterna and Bruce yeah. Killick. And it's glad I'm just glad to get back to the heavy metal stuff. I miss my power and thrash and speed metal. It's been a relatively lightweight month, uh, February I should say. So uh, March we're gonna be kicking ass again. Getting back to the good stuff. You know, I did the, the, went the matinee on Thursday. It was like the the lights, camera, action movies. I did it for like the Oscars, like all uh, heavy metal songs that were played in movies. And I was so looking forward to the show, but I woke up and I felt like crap. And knowing you like you just sit down, you're like, why am I gonna do the show today? I don't even want to do it. Oh. I didn't feel well, and then I didn't, you know, I never got a chance to correct the microphone prompt from Sunday. Oh, I was thinking, wow. oh, why? I said, maybe it was just that one day. Sometimes you have, you know, the equipment yeah. just doesn't work one day. Yeah. And everything sounded great when I was doing it. Then I played it back. It was like you said Sunday. Every word was coming and broken up, like, during the conversation. That's what it was, yeah. And it, it was horrible. So it's like, what a horrible show. But I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't think it matters because people just listen to any crap. <laughs> people listen to it like it was crazy, you know? Oh, you got a lot of listeners. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I got to do a little Eddie Trunk here right now because I was telling you last night, I got a, an email from uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yesterday asked me about marketing the show and some you know advice that I could offer them because they want to like do a segment I guess on it to promote help other you know uh, hosts promote their shows mm. and they said out of the tens of thousands of hosts to have on here I rank within the top 100 out of all the hosts on BTR. That's remarkable, Brian. Yeah, I, I won't say the number, but it's pretty you know. It's, I was, thank you, thank you. I couldn't believe that. You know, I was like, I was like, I couldn't believe that. Like a 10,000 host, my show is like in the top 100. Uh, on BTR, you, you don't know how you rank against other heavy metal shows. I mean, you know, BTR's yeah, got shows right. that that's one from thing, everything, right. from talk shows, spiritual shows, and political shows. Sure. So that's pretty good for a guy playing heavy metal music from the 80s. Not too bad. Exactly. And you, yeah. you, know, you don't play, like, conventional stuff. Not at all. That, you know, people would, you know, and people are interested. That, that's why I said you're on to something, you're on to something. Yeah, we got something going, so I'm happy about that. Like, how we rank against the other metal shows that play the same thing we do all over the Internet? Who the hell knows? But obviously, we're doing something right, because we get offers from other places to come do the show there. Yeah. So we're doing something right here, so I'm happy about that, and I'm glad you know that what? we're ranked that high. It's really not a competition, because you're basically doing something that nobody else is doing, you know? Oh, without a doubt. And you bring, you bring, you know, you bring something that a lot of people don't bring. A lot, Like, a lot of people have, like, that phoniness, you know? Like they try to be, but you're you're right from the heart, you know. That's because we're metalheads, Tommy. That's why we, we well, grew up yeah. with this stuff. We love this stuff. So to us, it's fun. But it's, it's glad when at least you know you feel like you get a little reward for it because somebody's actually paying attention to you and listening nice. to you. So it makes I you feel good, you know. Man. I'm, I'm happy, man. Hey, you're part of it. We do it together. So I'm glad, you know. It's it's I'm happy about that. So that was a little thing. That's a little Eddie plug trunk over there. A little Eddie <laughs> trunk plug over there. You know, we got to promote ourselves a little bit here and there. Sure, so yeah, I was I, happy about I, that. And, you know, that was good because you know, even though, like, they count the ratings that they get on here, like the, the listens, yeah. I play the show in, like, five or six other places, so they don't count that. Mm, I do okay. because I have counters on all those sites that tell me who listened to it, how many people. Mm-hmm. But they only go by what's listened to on here. Right. And it's nice because within the next couple of weeks, we'll have our 100th download. Not wow. the live listen, it's just the download. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. 
100th download of the show. Hundreds, yeah, one of the shows will be one of the hundredth one to get downloaded. It might take two or three more weeks. Depends on how well our guests perform over the next few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, you know, the more popular the guests, the more people I want to hear, and the more people will download the shows. And, uh, sure, I think so the, we'll Dallas, happens. the Dallas Cowboys uh, band show should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we had Corey Proctor, number 81, I believe, the center for the Cowboys with Free Reign. Yeah. And the other two members are also on the Cowboys starting lineup. And the, the, the guitar player... He's just an old-fashioned metalhead who's playing with the band. Cool. So that's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward more to talking to Wolf Hoffman and Mark from Accept. I, I can't oh, wait well, for that show. That. Yeah, I talk to Gabby Hoffman, Wolf's wife, every other day, and they're just waiting to put some news together that they can announce that day. So, you know, I said, well, I, said I just want to, you know, give you guys the first pick, you know, for April before I book anybody else. And she's like, I hate to tell you, but we already did Eddie Trunk. I said, I know you did Eddie Trunk. I said, I just meant for my show. I want yeah. you guys to pick yeah. the first week before I book other guests in there. You know, I don't yeah. want to have to squeeze you in. So, uh, so let me know this week what day they're going to pick, and we'll see what happens. So there'll definitely be one, one of the Sunday night shows in April, so I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. Sounds good, yeah. man. All right. How about some new music from Heathen? All right. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, it's a great CD, man. Yeah. Excellent. And, you know, I'm surprised we haven't played nothing off it yet, but uh, now we are. So here you go. Dying Season.
you go. Some brand new heathen dying season. That's off the latest record. It actually uh, technically came out the end of last year, but it really hasn't been released until just the last month over here in America. That's the evolution of chaos. Some really good stuff over there. I'm working on getting those guys on the show, T. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, Lee Altis, uh, the guitar player, David White, the singer, on. Uh, just that I have so many guests that I'm backlogged on that want to come on. I just can't. I don't have the time. I mean, I have to start double booking some guests, but I hate to do two interviews in a show. It's just draining sometimes, you know? I can imagine, yeah. But that's what we got to do this month. So uh, just lay low. Also, I was thinking about maybe starting the show later, starting in April. I don't know what you think about that. You mean like 7 or 8? Yeah, maybe 7, 8 o'clock we'll start the show. Because, you know, the spring and summer come around. I want to go out on Sunday during the day. You know, I hate to, like, rush back to do the show at 6 o'clock. Yeah, 8 o'clock. But I, I like doing it at 6 because at 8 o'clock I can get it done, and then I can go with my family go watch TV, hang out for the night, too. So maybe we'll play week by week, see if we're maybe, busy. we got other stuff going on. What about 10 o'clock on Sundays? What happened? What about 10 o'clock on Sunday? Uh, I'm in bed. I'll be in bed in the middle of the show. I have to bring, bring a cot with me to the studio and go to sleep. 9, 10. Yeah, maybe do it 9 o'clock. I was thinking like 8 o'clock, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure okay. it out. I know we're going to have to do one show later in uh, in April because uh, i got something to do, and I don't want to, you know, start it early than I get here in time. So we'll see. Maybe we'll try that. We'll see how it goes. We'll play around in April. We'll see uh, what we come up with. Maybe get a little later time going. You could always fluctuate it. That's right. You know, we like to fluctuate. We're pretty good with that. <laughs> we're pretty yeah, good fluctuating. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going with that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what we got. We, we, we didn't play, like, hardly any music last week. I looked at the playlist. We did, like, five songs, I think, for the whole show. Yeah, we got we got along with... Uh, yeah, Paul was on for a long time. I didn't realize how long we had him on. We were talking for yeah. a bit. So uh, we'll try to make up for some of that music tonight. How about we do our demolition segment? We get that out of the way right off the bat. Okay. Uh, if you head over to the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot, I, get, I should get a pre-recorded message so I don't have to repeat it every week. Uh, you can download a copy of this demo. We played the band a few weeks ago, a band called Cities. We know these guys from New York. They were a good band back then. Only had the one record out, Annihilation Absolute. And uh, they put a whole bunch of demos out over the years. And uh, I believe this was the last demo from 1995. Then the album came out, and that was it. So if you head over to now, it's a four-track demo. It's a pretty good sound and quality one, you know, compared to a lot of the other tapes we get to play in the show. So go download a copy of it right now. Here you go. This is Cities. No good for me.
That's tonight's demolition segment. That's the band Cities out of New York, and you can head over to the Heavy Metal Man block spot right now. The link is up here on the homepage, and download a copy. That's their 1985 demo tape, four-song demo. I mean, they have so many demos out, and a lot of the same songs appear in each demo tape. So even to this day, nobody knows if they're official demos or stuff that people concocted over the years. You know, uh, when they during the tape trading days, they used to mix songs together. Yeah. But I believe that's one of the official ones. That was the last one they put out before um, the Annihilation Absolute record that came out in 86. Right. And it was right after the repay uh, by the same name. Cool. Yeah, good stuff. I was going to get on the, to have an, an EP from 1982. It was an 45 called Hot-Blooded Rock. It's some really good stuff. But I just don't want to post that because it's an album. You know, I, I'll put the demos up and I do the live shows, but I'm not going to post the albums themselves, you know? Right. But maybe I will get something off of that. I was going to play it tonight. I said, you know why I should just do the demolition segment with them. Because I don't like to repeat the same bands too often. You know, I got an email last week from somebody saying he just caught my show on Facebook. He joined, like, one of the pages. Right. And I don't really use Facebook to promote, you know, the show. It's more like my personal page. Right. But they always, like, you know, because I have a link to Block to Career. They always announce, like, when I do a show. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I caught that. He goes, I went back because I listened to every one of your shows from last September. Until, uh, I'm, he goes, I'm up to November right now. He went to, like, a year and two months of shows. He goes, I wow. listen to your show, every, every show. He goes, you didn't repeat one song that whole year. And, yeah. you know, and we didn't, and we, we mentioned that. We didn't repeat a song, but, yeah. and, he, and he caught on to that. So I knew he really listened to it after I heard that. We went a whole year without repeating one song by one band. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Got, like like, got, got a lot of time on my hands. That's what it is. I was going to say. It takes <laughs> a lot of time. I got a lot of time on my hands to remember what I played and what I didn't play. Ooh, yeah. I don't know how you yeah. keep track of that. I keep everything written down. Yeah, keep no, everything written down. I, I run this like a professional radio station here. The matter of fact, I get the janitor down here a little bit to sweep up. It's getting a little messy over here. <laughs> but she's taking a bath right now. When she's done, I'll have her come down. <laughs> 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 All right. Let me, let me keep quiet before she comes walking by. So uh, how about we do another New York band? How about a little nuclear assault? Sounds good, man. All right. Cross of Iron. Enjoy.
you go. Some nuclear assault over there. Lacrosse of Vine. That was off the 1987 EP, The Plague, a band formed by Dan Luca after he left Anthrax, always kicked out, whichever side of the story you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Also with John Connolly on guitar and vocals. There was a lot of people in that thing. You know who I didn't realize played with them? David DiPietro from TT Quick. Oh, wow. I didn't know he, I didn't know he played. It might have just been on some live shows or, you know, something. Uh, I don't think it was on any of their albums. At least I don't, I don't believe so, but. Right. You never know, but they were a good band. I remember playing with those guys back in uh, in Brooklyn when I was in Stoneborn. We opened up for them at the Animal Club. Sure. The Animal Hall, whatever that place was in Brooklyn. That was a good show. Yeah, a yeah, a lot shows. of bands on that show. Yeah, two a good shows time. there, no? Yeah, a couple we did over there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a wild place, man. That was a rough joint. That was that, that was like that Hells Angels uh, Bikers Club over there. Yeah, you can't do that type of stuff anymore. Cops nah, not anymore. <laughs> I don't care who you are, you ain't going to be able to do that stuff nah. anymore. Yeah, that was a rough crowd, but it was a good show. We had a good time over there. So there you go, a little nuclear assault. We got Toby Knapp is going to be calling in about 15 minutes or so. I hope that wasn't him early. He didn't think I'd try to connect him because I did. It's just that uh, I, I was in the beginning of the first song, and I had to wait for it to end. He probably just hung up. Maybe he realized, you know, it was supposed to be 7 o'clock. So Toby should be calling in about 15 minutes. Okay. Until then, we get a few more songs. Nothing. Not much happening in the world of metal this week, huh? Yeah, kind of dead. Yeah. yeah, not a lot going on. I know. It's been a, it's been a quiet week. I guess that's good. Give us a chance to play some more music, a little less to talk about. Yeah. At least talking to you anyway. I can see you're full of conversation tonight again. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I know. That's <laughs> all right. I'll do all the talking. You just sit back and listen. One of those days. I hear you. It's all right. Well, you know what? How about we do our Sunday Night Spotlight? Here's a segment where we like to feature a relatively new band uh, who you know, embodies the classic 80s sound somehow or another. Right. Musically, uh, lyrically, or just look-wise, <laughs> but uh, we do play a lot of bands that are in the new uh, new sound of uh, metal, also. But I try to find bands that you know sort of have that '80s feel to them. And I dig up this band Skew Siskin out of Germany. Okay. And uh, defunded by a female named Nina. I can't pronounce her last name. You know, you got to forgive me on that one over there. Uh, and they're a real good hard rock band, solid band. And this whole month, it seems like I'm going to be featuring a lot of great metal women on the show. Uh, tonight with the Sunday Night Spotlight, and uh, next week's Sunday Night Spotlight, too, which I won't talk anything about till next week, but they're fronted by a female and a singer, and they're another great band. We're going to close out the month with Tina Teal from Dayton. So it's uh, the month of heavy metal woman, May, uh, March. I'm sorry. I'm already into May. How do you like that? <laughs> Losing my place there. But uh is going to been around for a little while. Uh, they just got a couple albums out there. So how about uh, they sent me out a few of them, and I'm going to play something. What do I got uploaded here? This is one called Riding with the Devil. So here you go, this is Steel Siskin, our Sunday Night Spotlight Band.
excuses, skin, huh? Doesn't get any better than that with the female vocals, huh? Pretty heavy, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Alan said he remembers hearing about them opening up for Sabbath back in the 90s. They've wow. been around a little while. You know, they're just getting the mojo going right now. So I figured we'd give them a little, uh, little helping hand over there. Definitely. Yeah, now, you know, on the blog spot, I got a nice little review of them with the links to the website. So go and check the band out. You know, it seems like Germany is like the home of heavy metal right now, and a lot of good stuff is coming out of there. So. Oh, definitely. Got to keep hope alive. All right, Toby's going to be calling in a few minutes. Let me see if I can get one or two more quickies on before uh, we play some stuff by Toby Knapp. We'll play something off the new record, too, while we're at it. Uh, how about we get a song on by an old friend of the show, uh, Matt McCord from the Wild Dogs. This is another one of his bands. It's called Dr. Mastermind. The song's called Control. There you go, Dr. Mastermind. Tommy, you there? Yeah, Dr. Mastermind. All right, I was going to set the alarm clock to wake you up. All right. There you go. That's a good friend of the show, Matt McCord. He's been on. He was, matter of fact, he was like the second guest we had on the show. 
I keep in touch with Matt still, and uh, I'm going to have him on again one day. I don't, just don't like repeating guests, you know? Who was your very first guest? Do you remember? Mike Sabatini of Attacker. Oh, okay, right, yeah. He was the first guy I had on the show, and uh, Mike spawned the whole thing for me because he wound up hooking me up with other bands and people that know him heard listen to the show, and they contacted me, and the snowball from there. But Well, to yeah. see, that's that's what, if any listeners are out there, that's what you got to do. you got to network. That's what it's all you got about. Your first guy, your first guy, your girl, and you ask yep. her if she knows anybody who wants to, you know, who wants to join in. That's it. You know, who's got something to promote? In this business, I learned this. It is who. It's all who you know. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, people uh, meet you in clubs and start shaking hand, handshakes here and yeah. there, and you, you know, you meet people. That's right. And, uh, who knows? And even if you got to take. One shit interview, who knows, because uh, it could open up a whole bunch of, you know. Uh, you don't have to tell me. We've done that before. Yeah. We've done that. But, you know what, we've been pretty lucky, so I can't complain. A couple of guys from Brooklyn sitting around talking with some of the people they used to, you know, worship and idolize and listen to growing up, so yeah, how bad can this be, right? Exactly. All right, but Toby's going to be calling in any minute. So how about we get on a song off his brand new record? Um... Let me see what I got here. I got I got I got all those records, but uh, I'm gonna get on over here. We're gonna do something off the campaign. Uh, it's a it's an album that has instrumentals, there's vocals on there. It's a nice mix and collaboration of both. So how about we start? We'll start this off with a little vocals, and when we talk to Toby about his guitar work, we'll do some of the instrumental stuff after we're done talking to him. Okay. So here's a song called Conspire. Features a singer from his uh, band Onward, who I really enjoy. Tommy, I don't know if you heard these guys, but I gotta send you over. Some of the stuff. This features Dean Sternberg on vocals. Yeah. And uh, here's a song called, like I said, it's called Conspire by our guest.
the campaign that was conspired by Knapp, and I believe Toby's on the line now. Hey, Toby, you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Good. How you doing, Toby? How are you? Good, Mike. It's uh, that was me an hour ago. I, I thought it was. I, I tried to connect you in the middle of the song, and then I said, I don't know if I lost him or he called, hung up, and so you know, I called back later. But I would have got back to you now if I didn't hear from you. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I have a cold, so I think the cold medicine has got me kind of thrown for a loop. Ah, uh, that's right. We won't keep you too long yeah. then tonight. We'll let you go rest. We'll, we'll, we'll get right <laughs> to the good stuff. That's some amazing stuff. The campaign is phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad that you like it. Oh, it's some good stuff there. And, you know, you listen to the album, and it's 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 amazing. It's such an eclectic mix from the death metal stuff to the instrumental stuff to the progressive stuff. I mean, your 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 interest in metal just ranged from one extreme to the next. And the way you combine them all together, it's like flawless. Well, thank you. Thanks. That's what I was uh, really shooting for because, you know, to me – Heavy metal is is everything from you know Led Zeppelin's physical graffiti to uh, you know Norway's mayhem, and and I like it all. So I wanted to uh, you know kind of you know pay tribute to the whole whole genre across the board. So you definitely did that on this record. <laughs> yeah, you, cool. you did a great job on it with this record over there, and. Um, I know I read somewhere that you, when you were talking about recording, as I like you go in bare bones on your recording, and it's just like you know you and the music. You don't use all this high tech equipment, and you just put it out there, and and it always comes out great when you put it in the CD player. I heard you say. Yeah, the, um, I I haven't been in a, um, a studio probably a proper studio probably since 2002 when when I was with Onward and had Century Media and their budget. Um, and I've just been using, you know, um, you know, little home multi-track recorders. And on the campaign, I recorded the, you know, the whole, you know, album pretty much in a, a makeshift studio, which was my closet, with a digital six-track, and it, you know, this little $300 gadget. Yeah. And um, it it came out all right. <laughs> you know, the the sound quality is good, and I've just gotten so used to recording with that method it it works the best for me so it's just uh you know labor of love i guess yeah no you would never know and, you know it, it is hot it's a harder environment today all around for all artists to record and i mean you know with the, with the you know the shape the record industry is in right now the big money's not there anymore for artists so you got to come up with more inventive ways and uh, you know to try to keep the, the cost down and still put out a quality product do you, you know, oh, like yeah. the, the business end try to you know does the business end get to you so much sometimes where it affects the music end of it or do you kind of just try to leave that to other people? Um, well, I just you know for me, um, if I really you know it's, it's got to be a musical, you got to be real inspired about something musically, just on your own and not think about anybody and and uh, eventually, you know, record it to get it out of your system and then. Uh, you know, put it out there and see if anybody else feels the same way about it. And um, I've been pretty lucky with, with having, you know, uh, support from, you know, independent labels to go ahead and package and release the stuff. And Shrek, I liked the campaign and uh, went ahead and released it and put a, a hell of a lot of work behind it. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of musicians, they're, they're on their own as far as recording goes. 
unless they're with uh, one of the big labels like Nuclear Blast or Century Media. But yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to record at home these days. Uh, you know, it's true. It's a, it's a whole the technology that's available today for for people, and, and it's pretty affordable for a lot of folks also. And you know, you're more in control, I guess, of your own sound than how you want to record. So that is a plus, you know, especially with the way the industry is right now. I mean, it's in chaos and. And you know you're not you're not a new guy to the scene. You've been around a long time. I mean, you, yeah. You, Mike Varney, uh, you start out with Mike Varney on Shrapnel Records back in the day, didn't you? Yeah, and that's when they still um, flew musicians to go <laughs> to the studios to record. Yeah. You know, and that was like in '93, and it, it's like the last chance. I'm I'm fortunate that I got that experience of yeah. you know you sign a record deal. Oh, here's your plane ticket, and bam, you're off to do a record. Yeah, and um, it's not that way anymore. And, they don't even uh, want to recommend a travel agent today to you. No, no, no travel agent. I no. know. Just send the the master copy of your album, and <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. But um, yeah, I've read things uh, on 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 the internet before where they're, you know, people have opinions that you know compact discs are are going to be um, phased out or pretty much null and void. Yeah. within a few years, and I'm having trouble as a collector coming to terms with that, if that's the tr if that's the case. You know, with iTunes and Amazon, all these things take, you know, and uh, it's great that a lot of the younger kids today, they're into, you know, metal, so it's keeping it alive and keeping it going, but they're yeah. more into where they just want, like, you know, oh, I heard that one song, they'll download that one song for a dollar, whereas right. they don't buy the whole record like we used to, and every song was great from start to finish, you know, you got four or five songs on the side, and you loved it, and, and it's a shame because you can't look at that MP3 player and make anything out of it, where you have your record with lyrics in there and your CD and the booklets, and it's not the experience that it used to be anymore, and that's a shame if that does happen. Yeah, yeah, well, it was it was painful enough when they when they phased vinyl out. Yeah, that's true. And, and I was there the day of, uh, you know, I ordered a, an LP, and it, it, did, it was... Uh, I think it was loudness, hurricane eyes, or something like that. Yeah. And I went to pick it up, and they said, um, "You're out of luck. Uh, there's, they're not selling vinyl anymore." Even though I did find the album later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that sucked. So. Well, hopefully, hopefully, won't get any worse. But you know, yeah. it's like the further we advance technology-wise, it's like the the more hurt we become. But as long as you're still putting out stuff, we'll be happy. And, uh, you know, you've, you're involved in so many projects. You've got Godless Rising going on. Uh, I first came across you with Onward, who I, I thought was great. And, and hearing Dean Sternberg on this, I just, I, you know, I loved it. guy's got such a powerful voice. I mean, he's like one of the yeah. old school singers. And it's just great. And you have, so, like I said before, your music is so extreme from one end to the other. Uh, do you just, like, write and whatever comes out comes out? Or do you, like, say, let me write something that would fit into, like, Godless Rising or Vital Remains or into the Onward mold? Um, it kind of what with um uh, you know onward came about in the late nineties and um I almost I was listening to um I was totally rebelling against the sound of the nineties with onward and and all I wanted to hear was you know like you mentioned uh, attacker and Lizzie Borden and and I was just listening to my favorite music from the eighties and that kind of influenced you know me to write the onward music and um that was my whole you know frame of mind yeah um 
and then with you know Godless Rising more recently, knowing Jeff Gruslin and Vital Remains and stuff like that, it, it kind of brought me back to another phase I went through where I was into bands like Immolation and Deicide, and um, I love that stuff as well, so I was kind of able to channel some death metal, you know, uh, yeah. ugly, ugly thrash metal-oriented music. So, yeah, it's kind of like whatever, you know, whatever you feel, you know. And I like so much stuff, um, like I said, and, uh, you know, whatever you're feeling at the time kind of comes out. Yeah, sure, and, and it's great because it works for you. And plus, it, it must keep you know, it must keep you going too because you know you're not locked into one formula. I gotta you know put out a record that sounds like this or sounds like this. It gives you that freedom to move around like like whatever mood you're in as you're writing, which is a which is a big plus. And um, and like Waxen, Waxen was another one. It was another black metal band that you uh was that like a one man band, Waxen? Yeah, that was just pure black metal. Just me doing it. And, yeah. Um, it was it's it was sub you know it's it's got a small fan base and a very very sub underground music and it was uh, I was in a very dark frame of mind when I wrote it and it's for those type of people who you know it, are in a dark miserable frame of mind and but I'm not always feeling that way and one of the things that kind of kind of caused onward to to disband was, you know, when it was time to to create more music, I didn't want to do the traditional heavy metal for the next album. I wanted to make a rock album, kind of like Bad Company or okay. ACDC or Led Zeppelin or something, and um, it didn't, it just didn't work out with um, what the record company and what other members of the band wanted, because I, I just, let's, let's do rock. Yeah. Let's do some great hard rock for this one and throw everybody for a loop, but um, it didn't come to pass, obviously. So, yeah, and, Back and, uh, I, I guess Dawkins was another project like that, also, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was me and another another crazy guy, and uh, we were doing a kind of doom uh, keyboard oriented black metal in the mid '90s, and uh, yeah, that was just a one time deal, and um, after that went to Onward, and after that went to Waxen, and went solo for a while, and Godless Rising, and then now the campaign, so it's just um, some people have told me that I'm going about this all wrong. Um, oh, really? That, yeah. Yeah, they're like, you, you know, or I've read reviews that said he's never going to have a fan base because he's confusing his listeners. And, That's something, um, though, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, well, shit, you know, I don't know what to do about that, you know, I can't <laughs> lie to them yeah. and, and just uh, give them what they want, you know, but I've heard other things to where people have said they appreciate that, the quirkiness of of they don't really know what to expect, so I guess I'll just continue on that road. I think you should, it's like a mixed bag of nuts, you know, mix, mix nuts on crack, so... You keep doing what you're doing. I mean, and but the campaign is a perfect example. Sort of like if all your projects kind of combined a little bit, and and into one thing. And I like it that it's not an all instrumental record because people, you know, some people don't want to hear all instrumentals. So you got a nice mix of a little of each. And yeah, I, I you know I can appreciate it more that way, especially when you know and you have the guest vocals come in. So when you're playing like live, 
how do you work this out? Because you have Dean on, on one song, someone singing on another song. Are you able to do this all live? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any... Uh, uh, live is a problem at the moment, and um, I'm still, uh, you know, searching for musicians. I eventually want to get everything um, going so that I can I can perform with Dean, and uh, you know, Godless Rising can get out there. But we're just having a a hell of a time um, getting rhythm sections. We we yeah. we're having a hard time with drummers and bassists who who don't want to commit. So it's all kind of just projects at this point. Yeah. But uh, we we really want to tour. We really want, you know, you got to get out there and play to um, to make people know, you know, what's going on and sell some records. Yeah, because the record business is rough as it is. You really got to like do face to face contact and uh, get yourself seen and heard out there. But I heard that you 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 canceled the walked off a tour because you got mad about something. I don't I don't remember the whole story or maybe I got it wrong. Well, it's kind of a double thing. Was I, it in the I soil work tour? It, it was, yeah, soil work, yeah. That was um, it. Yeah, it was a weird time for me because um, I was, right before that tour, I was the first runner-up to replace Blasphemer in the legendary band Mayhem. Yeah. And um, things didn't work out because they needed me to relocate to Oslo. Oh, okay. And um, and take care of. They said you take care of your your financial stuff on your own this first time around, and then yeah. after that you'll start earning money. I couldn't do it, um, so they did. You know they did what they had to do, and they they hired some guitar players, and I was really depressed. And then Darkane from Sweden uh, came along and asked me if I'd like to join them for half of a U.S. tour opening yeah. for Soil Work and. I jumped right on, right on with them, um, but I found myself kind of—I uh, don't know. There was two sides of the tour bus. Um, the Darkane side of the tour bus was um, alcohol and drug-free, and the soil work side was um, the other. And yeah. I kept ending up on the soil work side. <laughs> Um, you know, and so yeah. I was hanging out with them and drinking their beer, and and that was fine. But it was it was kind of making the Dark Hane guys mad because they were like real, real strict. You know, sure. We do not drink. We do not do this. I never I never played inebriated. It always was something I did afterwards. Um, but they were getting really mad seeing me walk around. Um, afterwards, you know, with you know in the soil work half with beer, you know, and it it eventually ended up, um, we completed the Canadian tour and I was in really high spirits and, um, I kind of celebrated by myself after the show and polished off a bottle of, uh, Canadian Lord Calvert. Oh, nice. And then, yeah, it was, it was great. And then I fell asleep and then I woke up and I started sleepwalking through the bus and I, I mistook um, a, a couch for a urinal. <laughs> and I, yeah, I guess I just took out my my thing and uh, you know let the let the urine fly. Yeah. In front of in front of people who were awake, and my <laughs> eyes were closed. And um, Darkane were not you know, we weren't getting along anymore, so we just kind of mutually said. Let's just let's end this. It's not fun. Everybody's yeah. sick. 
they wanted to go on because they were they were like we could do this you know better on our own like and they were comparing themselves to Pantera. Got it. And um, I was like, okay, all the best to you, then and um and uh, but here's the thing that that really angered me about it. They they had such a problem with um you know me indulging a little bit. Um, and they were all like, this is a non-drinking group. Well, um, as soon as I left the tour, I opened a Metal Edge magazine, and there's a spread of Darkane, and they're all holding a bottle of beer, and the guy with the biggest problem with me is chugging a bottle of Jägermeister. How do you like that, huh? And I was like, yeah, and I was like, those bottles are friggin' empty. I know it. Or they're full of milk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and that was it. That was it. It was like they're um, they're trying to put on the Slayer, the early Slayer Metallica look of you know beer drinking bad yeah. guys, and then you meet them in person, and they're friggin' they're all enamored over the ice cream in America. Oh, this is delicious uh, dairy <laughs> product and these sprinkles on the ice cream cone. Yeah. Is this Herman's Hermits reunion? Oh God! <laughs> a bunch of phonies. But, you know, you live and learn, right, Toby? That's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask I, you I, about I, it too. I was going to ask you about uh, uh, possibly joining Mayhem over there. Is that like uh, like when you join one of the Mafia families? You got to kill somebody. You got to kill them and eat them before you could join the band. I don't know. I got a lot of um, uh, a lot of letters regarding if you get the gig, what are you going to do? My yeah. mom was really concerned. Yeah. And uh, a lot of my friends uh, um, idolized me when I was in the running because they're all, you know, Mayhem fans. But uh, and, and so they were looking up to me like I was the predecessor to, you know, Euronymous <laughs> and um, yeah. this this thing. And and then they were so jealous they all backstabbed me. Oh, it's, like, it's not fair for some little punk in Wyoming to join Mayhem. You know, that's our favorite band. But they got their wish. It never happened. Um, but uh, I probably would have killed one of them, I think. Yeah, <laughs> right? You know, show. In fact, I knew exactly the person who was going to get it. Oh, God. You know, a lot of bands, you know, you know it's just like an image because they just want to, uh, you know, Sell records, uh, you know, create a stuff. With, with those guys, sometimes you don't know. Uh, mayhem. I think everything that 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 mayhem represent is 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 pretty real. I think so too. That's what I'm saying. With those guys, <laughs> you can't put it past those guys. You wake up one morning, they'll be eating the brains out of your skull. You know, you never know with that crew. And 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 if I I I've got to meet those guys and hang out with them. Um, on their bus, and you know, uh, they they were so nice. They were so I don't want to blow their their cover, but they were yeah. really the nicest, uh, intelligent people. And the first thing they did was, oh, Toby, sit down and um, oh, get him some beer, get him some beer right now. And yeah, um, so they're giving me beer, and Attila the singer gave me some CDs, and. Uh, I told them about my experience with uh, soil work and Darkane, and they all started laughing. And 
you know, I assured them if if I played with them, I would not I would not urinate on the bus, and if I did, I would <laughs> I would clean it up immediately. There you go. You can't get any better than that. You know, Toby, I got oh. Tommy on the line with me. Uh, he's another great guitar player, so I know he's probably gonna have a lot of guitar questions to ask you. Uh, Tommy, you there? Hey, how you doing there, Toby? Hey, nice to meet you, Tommy. Uh, how you doing? Big big fan recently. Uh, Mike, uh, let me hear some of your uh, solo stuff. Uh, cool. Pretty pretty interesting. You know, like Mike says, it's a gamut. You know, you run the gamut of all different genres, uh, which is really cool. Um, is there any major influences on guitar or music that, uh, you know, influence you in guitar, like classical music or maybe uh, some composers or, or any, like, uh, just rock guitarists or even jazz or blues guitars? Um, probably, you know, I've said a, a lot of times that Jimmy Page uh-huh. is my favorite and, um, you know, the reason I started playing, but, um, as I progressed, I, of course, you know, you know, I, I got into Richie Blackmore, which led to Yngwie Malmsteen. Right. And when I got into Yngwie Malmsteen, then I went and kind of researched the things that he studied. Very good. That's so, the best thing to do, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of opened up the world of Paganini and Vivaldi and stuff like that, which I studied a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not too much, but, you know, enough to be able to, to understand, understand, you know, music theory on. better. So it's like Yngwie, studying Yngwie really pushed me to the books. Mm-hmm. Um so that was good, and I, I always liked all the stuff that Mike Varney released in the '80s, and it was is very scholastic heavy metal that uh, pushed you towards certain composers. Right, and, right, right. Um, yeah, and so, and even with uh, black metal, um, I know that a lot of the you know emperor and stuff. You know, they're influenced by certain classical composers. You know what I found with a lot of those black metal bands was very interesting. Um, they were very uh, accomplished, um, like classical guitar players also. Yeah. But as far as tone went, it went out the window. Like, as soon yep. as they play, yeah, it's like the, to- like the, like the tones, even like, I was like surprised to even hear that a lot of your stuff is done on like the small little, you know, uh, uh, tra- small tracking uh, units. Yeah, little like six. Right. I, I, mean, I was like amazed when I heard you talking like that because I have a little four track and I can't do nothing with it, you know. And as far as the digital stuff, forget it. It's not. I can't even like. I, I can't grasp it. I'm. I'm an analog. You know, analog kid. I just can't. Uh, but um, keep mic in your amp. Yeah, you get the right. You're just mic, trying right? a million things. Oh, instead of direct, right? Um, you can go direct um, with um, some of the cheaper Marshall stuff. Right. Like the Marshall have a little 50-watt combo, and I think it's the cheapest on the market. And if you go line in with that amp, um, it, it sounds great. And, wow. And, um, so I suggest looking into to, to that, to low line. You know, I don't know what it's called, valve state. Right, right, right. Something like that. Those are great for line in. And the uh, campaign I'm, was I'm recorded. Some of the tones that you get, and uh, you know, aside from your, you know, your your style, you know, the tones that you get are really, really amazing. And the layering is really good, really amazing stuff. You know, 
it, there's not many, uh, you know, people our age that, uh, you know, in our our generation that uh, have like a musical appreciation from what I from what I hear. I'm really impressed. Um, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Big fan. That's New cool. Fan. I I agree about your your black metal statement. I think yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, they just had no black... tone. It, it really killed me, you know, because it I think really they they do that on purpose. Yeah, I guess. Some of them because it's it's so uh, excruciating at points. Yeah. It's just it's all I guess about if you want to turn you don't want you don't want to turn everybody on you just want to turn on the right fans but uh, yeah to me uh, you know I I always enjoyed Slayer and and Exodus and Testament uh, you know uh, even Possessed and bands like that and some of that Eastern Europe uh, the not Eastern European European stuff just was like so buzzy sounding you know even Venom. Yeah. Had better sound. Yeah. <laughs> the band yeah, Venom, you know, one of the originals, you know, had better sound, you know. They weren't the greatest yeah. musicians as far as from what they, you know, from what they portrayed, but, um, you know, the, the They roots. made a great impact, though. I've, yeah. Even uh, some hardcore the, stuff had better sound than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the early, the first Sodom and Destruction albums. Yeah. Uh, totally low budget, but they're charming. Exactly, and, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I hear a lot, of, like in the song, like your songs. I hear a lot of, like a lot of influence from, I don't know if it's pos- uh, sab- early sabotage. Um, not consciously, but it definitely could be subconscious. Okay, cool. But it's probably some, it's it's a culmination, probably of everything that you listen to. Yeah, very good. All Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. God bless you. You know. And if I ever hit the lottery, I'll help you out. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Send, send me a 16-track so I can make the jump. Without a doubt. You show me how to use it. <laughs> okay. I'll buy okay. two. One for you, one for me, and you show me how to use it. Okay. Uh, then we got a deal. All right, Toby. Thank you for taking okay. my call. Take care. All right. Thank all right, Tommy. Thank you, buddy. It's about time you added something that was important to the conversation. I'll be quiet. You. All right. Thank you very much, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toby, how'd you hook up with Shred Guy Records for the new album? Or did you record this in, uh, somewhere else before you joined up with Shred Guy? Um, Shred Guy actually contacted me and um, on MySpace. And I, I don't want to sound negative about my first response towards Shred Guy, but um, <laughs> he he sent me a, a email on MySpace and asked me, would you like to be on a compilation? You know, just pick any of your favorite songs. And I'll throw it on a CD, and um, and I thought it was just somebody who made something up who's just yeah, pulling my yeah. chain because it's not that easy. It's like, what's the catch? You know, I wrote sure. it back and I said, okay, how much how much is that going to cost to be on a compilation? Yeah, yeah. And he wrote back. And he said, nothing. Just pick your favorite song and and send it this way, and uh, we'll send you a box of CDs for your work. And uh, I did it and. He was completely honest with everything, and uh, we stayed in touch. And then I I mentioned to him that um, I was in the beginning stages of, of of doing some new recordings, and I just asked him flat out, "Hey, would you be interested in uh, putting out a record if I actually get one done?" And um, he he jumped right on board. He oh, that was said, good. Yep. Do whatever you want. You've got my total support, and um, so that that was, that was the.
probably the easiest record deal I've I've ever got. Just ask. Put my album out, please. Okay, okay. done. You know? So that was good, and and he's done a great job, and uh, I think it's the best label I've worked with for sure. Yeah, you don't find too many honest people anymore, especially ones that are just straightforward. And you know, looking to do something to you know to actually help their artists out, not just themselves. So that, that's a rarity these days. Yeah, yeah, completely. And he's he's uh, it's a label that that is like you said, they're concerned how their artists, you know, are feeling about certain sure. things. And so so then I you know I want to promote the label too. It's new. And um, he wants to give me a, another shot because, you know, my career has been revived and died a million times. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, he's he's great. So That's good. Keep working together. Excellent. Well, everybody who wants to wreck and go get the campaign. I know you're offering uh, the downloads at a pretty decent price, right, to try, you know, combat the illegal downloading? Yeah. Um, I, think, um, I think Shred Guy gave uh, CD Baby the thumbs up to go ahead and, and do legal downloading so that if people just want one song for a buck, that's fine. Yeah. Because the, the minute that album um, came out, uh, we couldn't keep track of how many people, how many sites started uh, selling Posting, it yeah. illegally. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. I counted like 20. Wow. You find one one minute, there's another 20 in the next. Yep, yep. So, but those are not always safe. I've never done it, but I've heard that uh, you're taking your chances if you uh, use one of those sites because you might just get spammed. There's a lot of viruses uh, built into these uh, programs and stuff, so you always got to be careful with anything, and they they know where you can get something for nothing. They're going to jam it right in there because they know people are going to go for it. Yeah, so... You know, hopefully, um, people will if if they if they want to download this, they'll they'll go about it the right way. Nine dollars, sure. it's not that bad. Not at all. You can't beat that, and it gives you hours and hours of enjoyment, right? Yep. So how how is it going to be any better than that? So what do you got coming up, Toby? Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Just uh, get over this cold and. Um... <laughs> I hear you. I'm not going to keep you much longer because I know you don't feel well. So where can everybody reach out to find you? What's that? Uh, We'll be going to Sam's side. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I just want to say the next thing coming out is the Godless Rising album on Moribug Records. And that'll be in early May. And uh, so that's the look forward to that. That's just a very negative, wonderful black death metal with... uh, Jeff Grusland on vocals, and uh, we're excited about that. And uh, we're just going to see what happens when that record comes out. And uh, hopefully something will materialize with all these things going on this year so that I can put my strap my guitar on and uh, go play for audiences. Uh, we're looking forward to that. I tell you, if you ever get by the New York, New Jersey area, you uh, give me a call. I'll be out there full force for you. You got it. I've got your MySpace, so I'm going to do a friend request to you. You got it, Toby. That sounds great. Where can everybody reach out to find you on the Internet? Um, just uh, MySpace.com, uh, NapToby, uh, K-N-A-P-P-T-O-B-Y. 
That sounds uh, great. I'll put up all the links on my sites right after the show is up so everybody can find you. And uh, hopefully, if they haven't gotten the campaign yet, go out and pick it up. It's a tremendous record. As well as they should check out all your archives of all your albums and all your projects and keep an eye out for the new Godless Rising coming out this May. Right on. All right, Toby. Thank you very much. How about we do one instrumentals off the new record? Oh, that would be great. All right, this is my favorite. Towards Power Unlimited? Um, I think Towards Power Unimagined. Take Unimagined. I'm sorry. Black. I got the next song lined oh, up there. Okay. Somebody else went Unlimited in there. <laughs> I'm cool. reading both that's at the fine. same time. That's it. You know better than me. Well, I forget that song, too. And that was, that was oh. about a book, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I took it out of a Black Magic book when I was doing some... Uh, Spells. All right. Well, you, you oh, can't I'm, I'm just everybody. Kidding. Was, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, Toby. Thank you very much for calling in. I really appreciate it. All right. Excellent talking to you. Thank you, you too. Thank you very much. Here you go. Off the new Toby Knapp album, The Campaign, Towards Power, Unimagined.
you go. Some Toby Knapp off his new record, The Campaign. Go pick it up if you haven't yet. And go check out his website. I have the links up later on. I want to thank him for calling in tonight. I felt bad keeping him talking. I had a few more things I wanted to ask him. But you could hear it in his voice. He was shot. You know, he didn't feel good. Yeah. Sounded like he wanted to rest. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, you say you're going to do the show, and then, you know, you know what's going to happen weeks later. You get sick, you don't feel good. I, you know, I feel bad. Which was really nice because he could have just emailed you and said, you know. I can't do it, yeah. I just can't do it today. But, you know, which is nice because That's now right. he has and he has something else uh, lined up or something, you know, something new. You know, we can have him back and, uh, you know. That's right. I'll know yeah. a little bit more and I'll have a few more questions. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I know when it's a guitar player, you love it because it's right up your alley, especially when it's a great guitar player. Yeah, I mean, I just admire somebody who obviously plays that well, but is also like a musician, not just a musician, but like a songwriter. And although, like a lot, you know, some tracks, you know, have vocals, <clears throat> they don't need to have vocals um, because his songs are not just like endless, mindless uh, um, instrumentals. There's yeah. melodies that you know, could be vocals. They are vocal lines. They just played on the guitar. Guitar, you know? yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, the harmonies are really good. And it's it's interesting. It's not boring, uh, mindless shredding like a lot of uh, a lot of bands, you know, a lot of uh, musicians had done before, you know. You're right. And I have why, to agree with why, you. Yeah, it's fresh, you know. It's good. I agree 100%. He was and a really very nice very talented. Uh, aside from being a good songwriter, he's also very talented. And, uh, and I admire people like that. That's good. Very good. Yeah, he was a nice guy, too. So, there you go. Toby Knapp. Hope he feels better. We got about, uh, let me see. We got 20 minutes left in the show. Let me see. What do I got lined up for this Thursday's metal matinee? Uh, this week, it's I Need More Cowbell. Featuring all <laughs> heavy metal that. songs with cowbell in it this week. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it took me a while to dig up enough songs say, to fill up the show with cowbell. I found, I found enough. <laughs> Sometimes you got to dig real deep. I found a few of them, you know. I could have made it a cover a cover show also because, you know, a few of them are cover songs by metal bands. But Oh, okay. Uh, but they actually had a cowbell, and the originals didn't have cowbell, so that's something too. But oh, this cool. Thursday at 12 p.m., I need more cowbell, all hard rock and metal songs that have a cowbell in it. So you, yeah, they I might only probably, be... I'm sorry. No, I got to What was it? I could probably name one, maybe Wasp, Mississippi Queen. I do have that, but not the Wasp version. No, oh, Virgin. Okay. Virgin. You have the Aussie version. <laughs> no, I don't have the Aussie version. I have the Aussie version. Who else? No. Nope. I have the Kennedy. Oh, okay. Feinstein. The Thrash. The Thrasher. No. Uh, no, the CFPC album. Uh, the album. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was an album that they recorded uh, with Ricardo on vocals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, That's pretty was, interesting. That's cool. It's a really good version too. But uh, I only mention that because how about we do something featuring Carl Kennedy and The Rock and the rest of his crew? Yeah, that's a good you one. just said the name I of it. So I should, what do you want to hear? Um, the second one you have up. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is perfect. You actually mentioned the name of the band. You said Thrasher. Oh, okay. Uh, so cool. I thought we do something off the Thrasher project with, uh, that Carl Kennedy put together back in the 80s. It's called Burning at the Speed of Light. Oh, that's a great tune. Okay. A good one, right?
that was the Thresher project put together by Carl Cammy back in that song Burning at the Speed of Light, Tommy. That had a uh, call on drums. Right. Andy Duck McDonald played guitar. Wow. Uh, Dan Biela of Excited did the main vocals, and Kerry Whittick did the middle part. I was going to ask you who was the second vocal. Yeah. I can't remember where Kerry Whittick is from, but I know he also did something with uh, Joe Hasselvander. Oh. Uh, I just don't remember. i got to say, Joe Hasselvander sent me out a copy of his new record, The Hounds of Hasselvander, uh-huh. uh, The Further Torments of the SG. He put it out on white vinyl only. Wow. It's an old, old vinyl album. Uh, four songs. i got to get it transferred into MP3. I'm just going to give him a call time to send me the MP3 so I can play it on the show. Yeah, but I gotta thank him because right in the back of the album, is, he thanks his family, his girlfriend, and the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. Right in the back of the album. Oh wow, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah, he signed it with a nice little saying on there, so I really appreciate that. That meant a lot. So uh, wow. that was really good. And now he broke up with his girlfriend, so I think if it happened before the album came out, we might have moved up a spot. Oh wow! See that? <laughs> so when the re- the reprint comes out, it'll that's just... <laughs> right. <laughs> Not with anybody else, but then we'll oh, move up one. But uh, he's on. Uh, um, I just can't remember where uh, Kerry Whittig is from, but I know he did work with Joe Hasselman for a while. Kerry, uh, Kerry, like Kerry King from Slayer. Right, right. Whittig, W I T T I G. I just, I'm not. I, I just can't place it right now. But it also had Andy McDonald on guitar. Kim Simmons was on guitar. Dan Spitz and Jack Star, who we had on the show a while ago too. You know, so they were like it's all that upstate crew, you know. Right, 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 right. But that was some pretty good stuff over there. I really liked that album. It just yeah. didn't get a lot of attention, but it was really, really top-notch. Excellent. Ah, that's what I said. Let me see. What do we got? we got 11 minutes left. I think we got enough time for one or two more songs. Let me tell you what I got uh, lined up and let you pick it today. Okay. Okay. I have uh, Rigor Mortis. I have uh, Crimson Glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anvil Bitch. Let's go. We're really going heavy. Yep. Not a power, not power. So Crimson Glory is kind of power. Let's go with yep. Anvil Bitch. Anvil Bitch, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anvil Bitch, definitely. So is Rigor Mortis. So we'll do Anvil yeah. Bitch. That should take us almost to the end of the show, anyway, I think. I think we got like 10 minutes left. Okay, yeah. All right, so we'll do, uh, here you go. Tommy picked it. Instead of me asking him to tell him I don't have it, <laughs> little Anvil Bitch. I'm getting fucked. After death. Getting <laughs>
As requested by Tommy, Anvil, bitch, Life After Death. I haven't played them in a long time in the show. I forgot how good they are. Yeah, good band. Yeah, I like that. I know, I heard they're working on some new stuff. Uh, i got to check it out. I'll reach out to them and see what's going on. I hate yeah. to contact any bands right now because i got so many that I'm backed up on. I, you know, if I talk to them, then I want to invite them to come on. I just don't have the time right now. So yeah. I, have to, I have to lay low for a little bit, and then we'll have uh, we got plenty of guests coming up. So. What I thought was starting out as a slow year turned out to be a very busy one. That's good. Yeah, right. Better busy than not busy. This is true. All right, so I like that. So let me see. we got a couple minutes left. How about we just do one more song, we close things out, okay. and we end this. All right? All right. Sounds so let me right. see what I got here. I may as well get that Rigor Mortis song on, keeping okay. it with the theme of what we're playing tonight. Right. We'll save Light of Crimson Glory for another week. All right, so... Want to thank my guest Toby now for calling up tonight. I really appreciate it. Don't forget this Thursday, at 12 o'clock on the Metal Matinee. It's I Need More Cowbell, and next Sunday night, Gonzo Sandoval of Armor Saint. I can't wait to talk to him. The band's record's coming out that Tuesday, so we'll have him on right before the new album comes out, La Raza. Yeah. First Armor Saint record in probably a decade, I think. Wow. So that's gonna be great. We'll find out what's going on with the band and John Bush also being with Anthrax. So we've got a lot to talk about next week, T. All right, cool. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening, everybody for hanging out in the chat room tonight. I really appreciate it. We're going to close things out with a little rigor mortis. Condemned to hell. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you this week. All right. You take care, and good night, everybody. All right. Here you go. And good morning, and good evening. Good evening.
everybody. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Toby Knapp. I know he wasn't feeling well tonight. I appreciate him taking the time out to call in. And I don't forget to listen this Thursday at 12 o'clock to Mel Matinee. And next Sunday night, like I said before, Gonzalo Sandoval of Armor Saint is my guest. All right, here's a little word from our sponsor. And everybody, look, have a great week, all right? Enjoy. The Christian Metal and Rock Alliance thunders into the downtown PA area on Saturday, May 15th, featuring Rivera Boma, Faith Factor, Mainline Riders, Coriolis, Under Command, Pastor Brad, Fireborn, Drop Veil, Fair Warning, and Steven Yost. Saturday, May 15th at the Crocodile Rock Cafe, 520 West Hamilton Street, downtown PA. All ages show. Doors open at noon. Tickets available at www.crocodilerock.com. $10 in advance, $12 a day of the show. The Christian Metal Rock Alliance, where we jam for the lamb. Saturday, May 15th at Croc Rock. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.